Hello, welcome to a new episode. This week we're going to be talking about, well, as you can see, a lightsaber, the fictional energy sword weapon thing from the Star Wars universe. So, yeah, let's get right into it. It should be interesting. Although, to most people who know what a lightsaber is, they're going to know most of this stuff. I don't know. Let's find out. Let's find out. <clears throat> lightsaber. A lightsaber is a fictional energy sword featured in the Star Wars universe. A typical lightsaber is depicted as a luminescent blade of magnetically contained plasma about three feet in length emitted from a metal hilt around 10.5 inches in length. The lightsaber is the signature weapon of the Jedi Order and their Sith counterparts, both of whom can use them for melee combat or to deflect blaster bolts. Its distinct appearance was created using rotoscoping for the original films and with digital effects for the prequel and sequel trilogies. The lightsaber first appeared in the original 1977 film A New Hope, and has since appeared in every Star Wars movie, with at least one lightsaber duel occurring in each main film installment. In 2008, a survey of approximately 2,000 film, fra- sorry, film fans found it to be the most popular weapon in film history. As presented in the film's A lightsaber's energy blade can cut, burn, and melt through most substances with little resistance. It leaves cauterized wounds in flesh, but can be deflected by another lightsaber blade, or by energy shields. The blade has even been used as a tool to weld metal. Other times, the lightsaber has been shown to cause bleeding wounds in the flesh, sometimes accompanied by burns. Some exotic saber-proof materials have been introduced in the expanded universe. An active lightsaber gives off a distinctive hum, which rises in pitch and volume as the blade is moved rapidly through the air. Bringing the blade into contact with another lightsaber, sorry, bringing the blade into contact with another lightsaber's blade produces a loud crackle. Conceptual origin. There are several literary precedents in science fiction for a sword of pure energy that can cut through anything. Notably, Edmund Hamilton's story Kaldar, World of Antares, published 1933 in the April issue of the Magic Carpet magazine, was reprinted in one of Donald A. Walheim's well-known and widely read science fiction anthologies, Swordsman in the Sky, Ace Books 79276, in 1964, and thus readily available to the science fiction reader community of the 60s and 70s. Fritz Lieber, Gather Darkness, 1943. The Priest's Rods of Wrath, brackets energy projections, only end where they cut into solid matter, so that a single duel led to numerous casualties of bystanders and charred scores across all nearby walls. 
Isaac Asimov's Lucky Star series, 1952. The force blade is a short shaft of stainless steel which can project a force field that can cut through anything, making it the most vicious weapon in the galaxy. Asimov's force blade expands on this early invention of a penknife with a force field blade, first used in his foundation novel, 1951. So, okay, not only did he, was he one of the first people to invent a lightsaber, but he also invented the light penknife. George R. Dixon's Wolfing. 1969. The rod, something in appearance like a cross between the flame of a welding torch and the arc of a static electricity charge, crackled from the end of the rod. Even as it burst from the end of the rod, the discharge from Galleon's rod met the discharge from Sol... Sol... Sorry. Met the discharge of Slothiel's head. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'm going to break down. The discharge from Galleon's rod met the discharge from Slothiel's head on, and the two lines of white fire splashed harmlessly into an aurora of sparks. In 1977, it, uh, sorry, in a 1977 interview, Lucas stated, As a kid, I read a lot of science fiction. I was interested in Harry Harrison and the issue of Analog ends a Harry Harrison story on the back of a page with a, dra- a drawing of this jewel. Larry Niven's Ringworld, 1970. Louis Wu used his flashlight laser as a sword of indefinite length. Ringworld also features a variable sword consisting of a handle containing a spool of invisibly thin molecular thick wire. In use, the wire is, in, un, is unspooled to the de- desired length and made by a stasis, made rigid by a stasis field. Some, de- de- some depictions show the field glowing. Oh my gosh, I'm not doing very, very well with the old sentence construction today and talking in general. M. John Harrison's The Pastel City, 1971. The energy barn are used by the Methven, an order of knights sworn to protect their empire. So there's a good few examples. What's that about? Excuse me. About six there who used it before Star Wars, which is quite a lot, actually. Hmm.
prop construction. For the original Star Wars film, the prop hilts were constructed by John Steers from old Graflex press camera flash battery packs and other pieces of hardware. The full-size sword props were designed to appear ignited on screen by later creating an in-camera glowing effect in post-production. The blade is a three-sided rod which was coated with a scotch light retro reflector array, the same sort used for highway signs. A lamp was positioned to the side of the taking camera side of the take this side of the taking camera and reflected towards the subject through 45 degree angled glass so that the sword would appear to glow from the camera's point of view ah, interesting set decorator Roger Christian found the handles for the graph graphlex flash gun in a photography shop in Great Marlborough Street in London's West End he then added cabinet T-tracks to the handles, securely attaching them with cyanoacrylate glue, adding a few greebles, brackets, surface details. Christian managed to handmake the first prototype of a lightsaber prop for Luke before production began. George Lucas also, uh, sorry, George Lucas decided he wanted to add a clip to the handle so that Luke could hang it on his belt. Once Lucas felt the handle was up to his standards, he went to John Steers to create the wooden dowel rod with front projection paint so that the animators would have a glow of light to enhance later on in post-production. Due to lack of prep preparation time, Christian's prototype and a second spare were used for the shooting in Tunisia when Star Wars began filming. Sorry, where Star Wars filming began. Don't know why I mixed up those words. It was discovered, however, that the glowing effect was greatly dependent on the rod's orientation to the camera. And during the Obi-Wan Kenobi slash Darth Vader duel, they could clearly be seen as rods. Because of this, the glow would be added in post-production through rotoscoping, which, allowed, which also allowed for diffusion to be employed to enhance the glow. Visual effects. Korean animator Nelson Shin, who was working for Depati Freeling Enterprises at the time, was asked by his manager if he could animate the lightsaber in the live action scenes for film. After Shin accepted the assignment, the live action footage was given to him. He drew the lightsabers with a rotoscope an animation which, had, which was superimposed onto the footage of the physical lightsaber blade prop. Shin explained to the people from Lucasfilms that since the lightsaber is made of light, the sword should look a little shaky, like a fluorescent tube. He suggested inserting one frame that was much lighter than the others while printing the film on an optical printer, making the light seem to vibrate. Shin also recommended adding a degausser sound on top of the other sounds for the weapon, since the sound would be reminiscent of a magnetic field. The whole process took one week, surprising his company. Lucasfilm showed Shin the finished product, having followed his suggestions to use an X-Acto knife 
to give the lightsaber a very sharp look and to have sound accompany the weapon's movements. Sound. The lightsaber sound effect was developed by sound designer Ben Burt as a combination of the hum of idling interlock motors in aged movie projectors and interference caused by a television set on a shieldless microphone. Burt discovered the latter accidentally as he was looking for a buzzing, sparking sound to add to the projector motor hum. The pitch changes of a lightsaber movement were produced by playing the basic lightsaber tone on a loudspeaker and recording it on a moving microphone, generating Doppler shift to mimic a moving sound source. Depiction Lightsabers were presented in the earliest drafts as mundane laser weapons that were used alongside laser guns. The introduction of the Force in a latter revision made the Jedi and the Sith supernaturally skilled. Initially they were only portrayed as swordsmen. The lightsaber became the Force user's tool. Described in A New Hope by Obi-Wan Kenobi as not as clumsy or random as a blaster, an elegant weapon for a more civilized age. The source of a lightsaber's power is a kyber crystal. These crystals are also the power source of the Death Star's super laser. Types. Lightsabers are depicted as hand-built as part of a Jedi or Sith's training regime. Each lightsaber is unique, though some may bear resemblances to others, especially if there is a connection between the builders. The first film appearance of the dual-bladed lightsaber, introduced in Tales of the Jedi, was in The Phantom, Medi- the Phantom Menace, wielded by Darth Maul. The video game The Force Unleashed introduced two other variants, a lightsaber pike, a lightsaber with a shorter blade but a long handle, resembling a spear, and a Tomfer-style lightsaber with right-angle hilt. The Star Wars Expanded Universe adds several lightsaber types including short and dual phase, brackets adjustable length, weapons. In Star Wars Rebels, Ezra Bridges' original lightsaber is a hybrid that features a fully functioning blaster pistol built into the handle. Cool. Kylo Ren from The Force Awakens uses a lightsaber that features two cross hilt blades, giving it the appearance of a greatsword.
lightsabers depicted in the first two released films, A New Hope and The Empire Strikes Back, had blades that were coloured either blue for the Jedi or red for the Sith. Luke Skywalker's new lightsaber in Return of the Jedi was coloured blue during the initial editing of the film, and appears so in both an early movie trailer and the official theatrical posters. However, it was changed to green in the, in the film's final edit, after initial viewings by the filmmakers, who felt it, that it would better stand out against the blue sky of Tatooine in outdoor scenes. And this colour change is also reflected in the film's re-release posters. Mace Windu's purple-bladed lightsaber, as seen in Attack of the Clones, was requested by the actor Samuel L. Jackson as a way to make his character stand out among other Jedi. Jackson's favourite colour is purple, and he frequently requests that the characters he play use an item of that colour. <laughs> I did not know that. Interesting. <clears throat> the Clone Wars showed the Guardians of the Jedi Temple wielding yellow-bladed lightsabers, and introduced the Dark Saber, which uniquely features a thin white outline around the black blade. That doesn't make much sense. Okay. In the storyline, the builder of a lightsaber chooses a kyber crystal and meditates with it until the crystal acquires a colour. The colour of this crystal becomes the blade's colour when installed into a lightsaber hilt. In the book Star Wars Ahsoka and the comic series Darth Vader Dark Lord of the Sith, it is shown that Darkseid users remove the crystal from a defeated Jedi's lightsaber and concentrate force energy on it to break its connection to the lightsaber. Lightsaber? <laughs> Light side. A process known as bleeding to create a red crystal. The process can also be reversed, as shown in Ahsoka, when the titular character does so to a pair of crystals taken from an Inquisitor. She uses them in a pair of white-bladed lightsabers. A multitude of visible spectrum blade colours appeared in the Expanded Universe and in other Star Wars products. The original Kenner figure of Luke Skywalker in his Tatooine costume from Star Wars re was released with a yellow-bladed lightsaber, while no lightsaber blade colour besides blue, green or red appeared in the films before Attack of the Clones. They have appeared in several computer games which sometimes allow for player customised colours. The Knight of the Old Republic video game series introduced sorry, included yellow, cyan, orange, and silver options, for example, also stating that the colour of a lightsaber crystal was treated as a badge denoting a, Jedi's, a, a Jedi initiate's potential aptitude towards class specialisation upon graduation from the Jedi Academy. Guardians, bracket spoilers, sorry, Guardians, brackets, soldiers and peacekeepers, were awarded blue crystals. Sentinels, brackets, investigators and lawmen, were awarded yellow crystals. And consulars, brackets, scholars and diplomats, were awarded green crystals. So I guess that means that Luke is a scholar or a diplomat. Um, yeah, 
existence. Yeah, I suppose. Kind of is. Yeah. Choreography. The technical lightsaber choreography for the original Star Wars trilogy was developed by Hollywood Swordmaster Bob Anderson. Anderson personally trained Mark Hamill, brackets Luke Skywalker, and in The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, performed all the stunts as Darth Vader during the lightsaber duels wearing Vader's costume. Anderson's role in the trilogy was highlighted in the film Reclaiming the Blade, where he shared his experiences as a fencer, developing the lightsaber techniques for the three original films. The lightsaber duels in the Star Wars prequel trilogy were specifically choreographed by stunt coordinator Nick Gillard to be miniature stories for these. Oh, sorry, to be miniature stories for these films. Gillard was the primary sword instructor for Liam Neeson, Qui Gon Jinn. Ewan McGregor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ray Park, Darth Maul, and Hayden Christensen, Anakin Skywalker slash Darth Vader, spoiler alert, among others. His goal in choreographing, choreographing the action for The Phantom Menace was to create stunts that flow from the story. You can't just think, I'm a stunt coordinator, I'm going to make a big stunt happen, Gillard says. It's about making it tie in nicely with the film so that you don't notice the stunts. Brackets, citation needed. Yeah, I agree with that philosophy, that's good. In writing the prequel trilogy, George Lucas said he wanted the lightsaber combat to be reminiscent of what had been done in the previous films, but also something that was more energized. We'd seen old men, young boys, and characters who were half droid, but he'd never seen a Jedi in his prime. I wanted to do that with a fight that was faster and more dynamic, and we were able to pull that off. According to Gillard, who later, who would later go on to perform a cameo role in Revenge of the Sith, various lightsaber combat styles were devised for the prequels and intended to further characterize their practitioners. I developed different styles for the characters and gave each of them a flaw or a bonus. So with Obi-Wan Kenobi, for instance, he's got a very business-like style. When he was younger, he could border on the flashy and might twirl his lightsaber a bit because he was taught by Qui-Gon. Qui-Gon was brash. That rubbed off on Obi-Wan. And Obi-Wan then taught Anakin, who was way too old to learn anyway. I think the style really worked well. The Jedi style of fighting is an amalgamation of all the great sword fighting styles. Melding them together is the difficult part. To move from a kendo style to, say, rapier requires a complete change in body and feet movement, and this must look effortless. The style moves seamlessly between the different disciplines, but remains technically, coro- technically correct throughout. Cultural impact. 
merchandise. Since the release of the first film, replicas of lightsabers have been a popular piece of Star Wars merchandise, ranging from inexpensive plastic toys to the Force Effects series from Master Replicas, Deluxe Replicas which use LED lighted tubes and sound effects to create a close audio visual representation of what is seen on screen. Disneyland in California sells lightsaber themed churros outside its Star Tours attraction. <laughs> Attractions The Jedi Training Trials of the Temple is a live show where children are selected to learn the teachings of the Jedi Knights, the Force, and the basics of lightsaber combat to become Padawan learners. The show is presented at the Rebel Stage at Disney Hollywood Studios and at the Tomorrowland Terrace at Disneyland. Parodies In the Spaceballs film by Mel Brooks, The Schwartz is a play on The Force from Star Wars. The lightsabers emanating from the Schwartz rings held in front of the crotch are phallic symbols. And then there's three references to that. The cartoon series Futurama features many lightsaber-style weapons, notably expanding batons used by the police. The batons glow and whoosh with a lightsaber's distinctive hum, but merely slap victims when used, as if they are pl plastic toys. In Jim Butcher's Dresden Files novel series, medical examiner and Star Wars fan Waldo Butters wields one of the three holy swords of the wields one of the three holy swords of the cross, which refashions itself into a lightsaber upon accepting him as its owner. Citation needed. So don't believe that one unless you watch Dresden Files. Maybe update with there. Uh, yeah. With a link to a YouTube video of it, maybe? I don't know. I don't know how you reference something that happens on TV. Games. With the advent of motion-controlled video games, the opportunity to physically wield a lightsaber in a video game became a reality. In the seventh generation of video game consoles, there were several Star Wars video games available on the Wii. Lego Star Wars The Complete Saga, Star Wars The Force Unleashed, Star Wars The Clone Wars Lightsaber Duels, Star Wars The Clone Wars Republic Heroes, and Lego Star Wars 3, The Clone Wars. And one on the Xbox 360, brackets connect Star Wars, that utilized motion controls to wield a lightsaber through arm gestures. Unleashed and Duels, both developed by Chrome Studios, have more precise control of the lightsaber, allowing players to swing it in any of five different directions with the Wii Remote while Kinect takes advantage of the eponymous camera-based motion controller to grant the player a more fluid one-to-one -one control method of swinging the lightsaber. Prior to the seventh generation, there were also a few earlier Star Wars games that used gesture-based control to simulate lightsaber combat, such as the two bonus levels from the arcade game Star Wars Trilogy, where the player controls Luke Skywalker as he wields his lightsaber against Boba Fett and Darth Vader. 
in Return of the Jedi by pushing a joystick in one of eight directions to follow on-screen offensive and defensive cues. And a TV game released around the release of Revenge of the Sith titled Star Wars Saga Edition Lightsaber Battle Game in which the player swings a lightsaber-shaped control to deflect blaster bolts from infantry such as battle droids and clone troopers. A duel against characters from across the saga. By the time Disney purchased Lucasfilm, new technological advances made augmented reality possible, leading to the creation of some of the most notable motion-controlled lightsaber games, sorry, lightsaber video games that took advantage of that feature. One of them came in the form of a special activity mode in the original sorry in the official Star Wars fan app on iOS and Android in which players use the smartphone's motion sensor to practice and master blaster deflection with a training droid which appears on the phone's rear camera similar to the deflection training exercises featured aboard the Millennium Falcon in A New Hope while progressing through the ranks of the Jedi or Sith Order Another is in Star Wars Jedi Challenges, which works with a Lenovo Mirage AR headset, a tracking sensor, and a dedicated lightsaber controller that launched in December 2017. One of the multiple game modes available in Challenges, which was jointly developed by Disney and Lenovo, enables players to confront Star Wars villains in lightsaber duels, such as Darth Maul and Kylo Ren. And... Yeah. Uh, it also references well it gives a, a suggestion of some other um, pages that are linked that you might be interested in one of which is physics and Star Wars which sounds quite interest, interesting talking about vacuums and blaster bolts and nuclear fallout on Endor <laughs> it's a very Star Wars specific one but that, that seems very cool goes into hyperspace and mentions lightsabers again there That's, that looks fun I might do that sometime there's also a list of Star Wars weapons and goes into more detail which I think would be which would be cool there ah vibro weapons sorry it's just in that last in the last thing where it said that lightsabers can cut through anything that, that what I was thinking of was a vibra sword it's from Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic um, before you can get a lightsaber you have to use that but anyway ignore me uh, thank you very much for listening um, I appreciate it a lot um, thank you to the people who wrote this page and all other pages on Wikipedia you're all fantastic um, thank you very much. Okay, thanks for listening, and you have a wonderful day. Bye.